Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Band, a podcast about bands you probably don't even like. We hope you don't know this one. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown, Andy Sell, and Travis Clark. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pod the Life. You don't sound excited about this. Oh, no? <laughs> Could it be because we're launching a podcast about the history of the band Corn? Oh my God! Can we just? Yeah, okay, I'll take this. Who space. are you, by the way? I'm Andy. 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 Yep, I'm Travis fucking Clark. FYI. Oh Travis yeah, I'm Clark. Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? Are we gonna do it again? Do I'm what? A- oh God, I'm Andy. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, I'm Andy Sell. Andy. Uh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that was fun. It was a delicious little moment. I'm excited about the podcast. Yes. I'm not thrilled about the subject, and I know that I am to blame. I would like to take this space to acknowledge that, yes, this is going to be taxing and difficult. It's going to be hard. I'm going to try to remain upbeat and positive throughout it. Sure. I also think that will be easier if each episode covers, like, four or five albums, (laughs) because (sighs) there's a lot of fucking corn records. There sure are. There's a surprising amount of corn records. It really is a surprising amount. Maybe four. I thought four total. I thought that was all the corn the world needed. There's so many. By the way, I wanted to call the podcast Corner Office. It was voted down. We also also had had Corn on the Pod. Corn on the Pod. Corn on the Pod was pretty good, yeah. But we settled on Pod the Life. Yeah, because it sticks with the motif of a song or album title with, you know, you get the joke. Yeah. We've already picked out the band for next season. Should yes. we tell people? No, let's hold yeah. on to it for we'll a little off. bit. Yeah. Know yeah. that it won't, we know might, it'll be a band that we actually like. We yes. might yes. end up in the middle of recording an episode of this podcast just oh. decide, no, we're done, we're going to that. Yeah, now. that's very possible. After I might for sure pull the ripcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so what's everyone's feeling? Does anyone have a favorite corn album no. or anything? Yeah. <laughs> no. I was never on board. I didn't understand why it became popular. Yeah. It always felt derivative of bands who really made albums that were good like this. Like, I used to say, if you want that, go listen to Phantom Moss or any Mike Patton side project after Faith No More. Like, yeah, but. Or The Jesus Lizard or something like but that. See, those bands were all a little too challenging. It's like it's like anything that happens where the, the artists on the fringe, the experimental folks, are like influencing what comes out in the center. Uh, Jesus Lizard, Mike Patton were, uh, you know, David Yao and Mike Patton were doing like truly challenging things. True. Like, and it was a little out there, but they occasionally would come up with a sound that, like, where their experimentations made something like appealing. And then that's when you get people like Korn just doing like a diluted, watered down version. They heard things like Phantom Moss and Jesus Lizard and they were like, oh, are you ready? <laughs> oh yeah, for our version of what we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do, right? Yeah, I never. This is one band that I just never got the appeal uh, I, at all. Me either. I occasionally would get it with certain songs. Oof. Which ones? Got the life, actually, uh, and and uh, probably just that. Actually, I had Fall of the Leader. What about, I did have what a about copy. Freak on the Leash? Freak that, on was leash the, yeah. that was their biggest song. Freak right? on a Leash is. Probably the closest I come to I, fucking with corn. I did have a copy of Follow the Leader. I didn't pay for it. Someone gave it to me. I had a copy from which Columbia grandmother House. was like, Andy, I heard you like rock music. Uh, it was it was a friend in college. I think gave it to me. I don't remember. 
Your grandmother was a friend in college? Oh, yeah. We went to college together. <laughs> oh. Remember, Andy? We were dorm mates. You would come home. I'd have my panties on the door to let you know I was busy. Whoa. Whoa. I like how we're eight minutes in and definitely all real corn fans have stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've cleared the room yeah, of the yeah. rabble. All six of them. Yeah. Uh, I do want to know who the first person to have corn fan 420 as their uh, aim name was. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Davis, for sure. <laughs> Those, I hope it was the 420th person who signed up for Yeah, <laughs> He was like, man, there's 419. I guess I'll take 420. I don't know anything or anything. So, so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a corn fan. I wasn't into corn. I remember when they started being a thing and being like, oh, that's not for me. Uh, I always you, yeah, legitimately liked like, Limp Biscuit better. I do Whoa. remember that. The, I know, but yeah. Do you disagree? I can't look. If I guess if I had to pick one to listen to, well, I mean. I guess I'll take Limp Bizkit because they have fewer records. Yeah. <laughs> didn't make it. There's 13 Corn albums. Right. And Corn, especially in terms of lyrics, just seems like a less fun Limp Bizkit. Some of their lyrics are just nursery rhymes. Yes. And they got nominated for a Grammy for it, but we'll get to that. Yeah, best kids album. <laughs> <laughs> Lost to the Drop Kid Murphys. Right. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> so, would you know that game... <laughs> Do you want to play that <laughs> game? <laughs> if I dropped you from the balcony. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of taint on this first episode. It sure is. This is already. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing corn, you got to have a lot of taint. This is already. Right? Bad. Right? Yeah. This is a deep taint episode. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> everybody. So let's talk about corn's origin story. Oh, Jesus. They began life as a Bakersfield, California band called LAPD. Well, that's none of that's surprising. Do you know that's, what it stands for? Uh, well, can I guess? Please don't. Let me see. Me Hold on. Um, the the last thing is party division, right? I wish. No, it's worse. No, it's uh, not. Let me guess what the P stands for. Pussy division. <laughs> guess. Lot of attitude, pussy dicks. <laughs> <laughs> No, just tell me. What is it? Love and peace, dude. No! Oh, hell yes. You know what? <laughs> mine was better and uh, mine was you know terrible. What? I've just turned yeah. around on this. I've just yeah. turned around. I love it. What? Yeah. You love love and peace, dude? Fuck yeah, I do. Let's listen to Don't Label Me. Oh, no. By LAPD. Oh, no. This is one of... Now, Jonathan Davis was not in this band. No. This is Fieldy and Monkey. This is uh, All Corn, No Davis. Fucking, fucking, why fucking, fucking, yeah, it's good now, but wait. This is fucking white zombie. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1960, five, five, yeah. Yeah, who is she? Right? This is the different thing that's in here. This is, wait, is this the chick from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Probably. It's this, this band, this song is just standard high school. We practice in the basement, battle of the bands bullshit. Yeah. But that R&B singer part is like, wow, this is different. No one was, no one else is doing this, really, that I yeah. can think of. And then it goes right back to, oh, yeah, no, this is... I mean, this is exactly a ripoff this, of White Zombie. This chorus is so bad. Well, the, 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 the vocals are bad. The vocals are I swear to God, they learned Thunder Kiss, 
1965. It's the yeah. same drum beat and rhythm. But White Zombie's good. No question. Although this was before that album came out. That can't be. What? No. When did, when, did, when did that album come out? 91 is when that. Okay, then yeah. this was. Yeah. Never mind. Now, I don't like this, but. Oh, no? Uh, no. But there's another video. Don't label me fool. Don't label me Oh, you mean another LAPD video? Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, there's a few. It's them playing yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah most a, of them are worse than yeah. that. <laughs> there's a real famous one in Simi Valley. Oh, a lot the of people see it. Yeah. Probably. Let's yeah. Let's find. No, isn't there a them, video of them performing it live? Yes, that's it. Oh, they're performing a song, performing called, a song Jesus. called Jesus. This is awesome. This is. I love this. Is this? And we still have everybody from Corn, but the singer, right? We have. We have. I, yeah, and this is with a different singer, David something. Oh Was my. it David Silvera? Because that's the drummer. Oh. oh well, then that's not. But the he might have been the singer in. Oh, this is the guy who's no longer in the band. That's he got David. the spinal meningitis, That's right? David. Yeah, so the drummer is the same drummer. I don't know. Hey, we want to see something, not nothing. Come on. They want to wow. Oh, man, this is great. Is that, is that oh, Fieldy? Is that my boy Fieldy? I mean, look at his hair. Of course it is. Man, he doesn't even pretend to play notes. This is better than anything Korn put out. <laughs> What's happening? I mean, the Fieldy thing- looks like Troy Polamalu. Go on. He <laughs> looks like uh, Mr. Jones and me, the Kenneth yeah. Rose dude. Yeah. I mean, this is very of the time. Like, I, I mean, think I had friends in a band that looked no, like this. No, this is at some Bakersfield point, you know? uh, Bill and Ted metal for sure. Yeah, you're right. At least for sure. These guys think that Rufus is going to show up in the phone booth. <laughs> okay, I have to turn that off. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, no, it's not good, but I love it. But only because we need to get to what Jonathan Davis was doing around this time. Oh, somehow no! I guess, somehow I imagine this is going to be even worse. If you like hearing the N-word several times before the vocals start, oh, Andy sex does. art so... is the band for you. Andy requires it. Stop it. I've heard him say... I can only like a band that has a bridge of inwards to get so to the chorus. A, yeah. He's an open micer at a bar. Yeah. yeah. It's more of an intro. And in their defense, they're just playing someone else saying it. So, uh, Oh, he's not saying it. He's no. just sampling it. How amazing would that be? I mean, not. This song's called Inside. Jonathan Davis, especially in this photo that we're looking at, looks like he took late 90s Trent Reznor and just kind of melted him a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, what's really interesting about this, you'll hear the interlude I'm talking about where... I like just, that bass. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they're allowed to use the N-word, because the bass line's so funky. Hell, yeah. I don't think that's how it works. No? Well, then how come sex art is still going strong? Right. You know who's playing uh, bass is Tick. It's not Flea, it's Tick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has Tick. Oh, that's, that's uh, what it was. And what's funny about this, I think they're going to start playing it here in a few seconds. The part I'm talking about where you hear the N-word a bunch, they censor the word motherfucker, though. Oh, that's, good. That's it. Yeah. Good. They don't want to say took out the offensive one. Yeah, you don't want to say fucker on a record for everyone I to was going to say there's no trigger warning, and then I realize it sounds a little too close to the word I'm not supposed to be saying. <laughs> I'm yeah. mad that you even... 
Never mind. Yeah. How about that? Well, it's what is that from? I don't know. Here's the thing. Hold on, Jonathan Davis is about to give us some sweet vocals. I'm sure. Because one thing he's known for is his amazing ability. Yeah, write a melody. Here it goes. Oh, we missed it where they censor the word motherfucker. Oh, this is. This sounds like a fucking Stone Temple Pilot song. <laughs> no, oh, I already know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, we can stop this anytime. But this is oh, can we? This isn't Please. just doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I already quit. I'm already out. But there's only three plus minutes left. We're so close to. How is this don't exaggerate. It's five minutes and fifty-six Six seconds. seconds. But it feels like six. more like okay. fifty-six seconds. Uh, yeah, because like, that song's sick. Right. No. Okay. More like eighty-eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like H H eight eight. Yeah. No. It's white power. Yeah. I yeah. Got yeah, you. yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I meant like the keys of a piano. You said H H. Right. Like H H Holmes, uh, <laughs> the uh, famous serial killer. So we're off to a good start so far. Yeah. Andy already said white power, so yeah, we're going great. Who do we I, got? Sex, sex art versus LAPD. Which ooh. band do you prefer? Oh, in terms of hating less, I guess I'll go with LAPD. Yeah, I'm with LAPD on this for sure. Yeah, I suppose. Also, I meant to do this at the top of the show. We should thank Stacy Lyons at the Red Italics. I believe that is her band name. Yes, it is. Who provided us with the fantastic acoustic cover of "Got the Life"? Mm-hmm. That's great. This That's podcast, great. yeah, she it's also, the best that song's ever sounded. It's true. Yeah, she also did an acoustic cover of was it Break Stuff? It was Break Stuff. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. three dollar pod, and because we're bad at this, we never managed to work it into the podcast. We, we tweeted it a couple of times. We'll though. post it yeah. somewhere. It's great. I'm but, just uh, waiting for her her cover of Pat Benatar's Invincible. Why? Well, that's for when we do the Pat Benatar season. Right. Right. Pod Benatar. <laughs> L- Love is a Battle pod? <laughs> Love is a battle pod. Love is a battlefield. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <sighs> so thank you, Stacy. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, to... Stacy. I love thank that. You, uh, I love yeah. your coverage. That was They're a awesome. nice little nice little sojourn into happy territory for a moment. Yeah. Now let's get back to talking about goddamn corn. Do Jesus. we have to? Let, well, don't you want to know how the band name came about? Uh, they were out of other ideas? Basically. Okay. Someone suggested the name corn at first. <laughs> <laughs> at first. And monkey... They you know, monkey sleep on it. Oh, monkey. By the way, these guys hate spelling. Like they right. hate it because monkey is spelled M U N K E Y. If I remember correctly, right. no, there's no E. No E, just M U N K Y. Should we run, should we run through the, the names of the let's, band members for people who are completely unfamiliar with corn? Let's go down the corn roster. And I'm going to come up with better nicknames for them than they came up with for themselves. There is James Monkey Schaefer. All right, you just call him Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald Fieldy Arvizu. Okay, Fieldy's okay. name is Reginald. Yeah, Reginald. You never knew that. I did not. I barely know that his name is Fieldy. <laughs> to be honest, Arvizu. Just call him RV. 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 Oh my God. Or we just call him Trailer Park. <laughs> David Silveria. <laughs> silver Bullet, baby. The Silver Bullet. Brian Head Welch. Grape Jelly. 
<laughs> and get in my jelly. Get in my jelly. <laughs> and Jonathan Prozac Davis. That was his name. Was no? Pro- oh, no. that should have been. Yeah, he's more of a Zoloft. No, I remember. And his nickname is White Boy Rick. I remember an MTV thing where he was like he had a bottle of liquid Prozac and was like showing it off. I think Prozac was his drug. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the name of this fucking band. Those are their that's that's their band names. They could be like the Bakersfield Dozen. Uh, right? I love it. Huh? <laughs> so Monkey Stop it. After someone suggests the name Corn, he says, Hey man, Paul. why don't why don't we spell it with a K instead? And they I were like, hate vowels and also continents. And well, everyone's head exploded. If they were attempting to do like a satire on like ad speak kind of stuff, I don't know what that is. Sure. Well, you know when you change the spelling of cheese to make it pop on your, and so you can copyright it for your product. Oh, I thought ad speak was some one of your bands that you're a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look. They had Fieldy's first band. Ad speak yeah. had three members of Page Ninety Nine. Sure. Uh, the drummer from Darkest Hour and okay. <laughs> they were all in copywriter before, and then they got into ad speak. City of copyright. Yeah. Can we guess why the R is turned around? They worked at Toys R Us. Did they really? Some of the members did work at Toys Some R Us. Some of one these point. people were allowed around children? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If no, you can believe that. That's. Was it Monkey? Monkey had to be around children. Probably. Right? And that's probably what the kids called him because they were like, you're like a monkey because he looked kind of like. Go on. What's happening? <laughs> Fuzzy, like a monkey. <laughs> they all had like crazy. He's stuff. a fuzzy little monkey. Who's a fuzzy little monkey? Who hates tuning standard? Who doesn't want to tune in A or even B? So Jonathan Davis designed the logo. I really like that you put "designed" in quotes. Because, yeah, yeah, because he just drew it with his hand, and this he, is... he didn't draw it with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote. The music makes the name because Corn's a dumb name, but once we get established, it makes the name cool. Well, you're half right. Yeah, it's you're it half is right, a dumb name. <laughs> that was David Silveria commenting on the band's name. I think we so, should call him Saliva. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't hate that. That's not bad. Silverado. Yeah. Nope. Saliva. So eventually, I, I don't know why I put it that way in the notes, but the five Infinity Stones found each other. <laughs> And then found the sixth in producer Ross Robinson. Yeah, because this is the and band that destroyed the world. Yeah. To destroying the world. Jonathan Davis snapped his fingers and half of good music disappeared. <laughs> All of the progress that Nirvana had made. <laughs> Wiped away. Vanished. Kurt Cobain said, I don't want to go. And then blew his head off. <laughs> he just said, he said, I don't feel happy. And then pop. How was Courtney, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Uh, I do think because we talked about this in the limp on three dollar pod, but it's like a lot of this new metal bullshit was like a response in the way that grunge was a response to the excesses of eighties hair metal. Yeah, it was a lot of he said she said bullshit. bullshit. Yep. I think you better quit it. Yep. Yeah, I think we better quit it. Uh, <laughs> but this is kind of where that started because now that I think about it, also like Cobain killed himself, right? Yep. And then everyone that was like a super Nirvana fan in my high school was like sad. And then, like, I know well, how were they before though? Like, <laughs> not great. Um, yeah, I didn't think so. But then, like, you know, I, the next semester they're all showing up with like corn T-shirts and shit, and it's like, what? Yeah, what is this? It was a dark moment in history. Yeah, 
corn getting popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. Really, really bad times. So this I is. I just don't understand how those fans found this and because thought it, this will fill the hole. When we, when you, we'll get into listening to some of the songs, but a lot of them sound like like a really aggressive version of early sub pop stuff. True, but I think also too, if you're mm. a fan of like Cobain and all of that, like. Those are like wispy dudes, and Cobain killed himself. Like you look at these guys, you're like, "Oh, those guys are dumb enough; they're never gonna die." Like those yeah. guys are unpoisonable; <laughs> they'll they're never gonna, leave me. Yeah, they're gonna stick around. They're not as cool as my last ex, but uh, they'll but they're stick more around. Ro- they're more robust. <laughs> they'll for sure stick around. Yeah, I, I I mentioned the sex won't be as good, and we'll and we'll fight more. Right, but I said this on Twitter, but. I'm going to recycle the joke again for the podcast. Corn, like this first album, like Nirvana was for kids who were bullied, kind of. Like mm-hmm. that was Kurt Cobain's aesthetic. Corn sounds like it's for bullies who were overpowered by stronger bullies. <laughs> and they're just sad about yeah, that. It do- I mean, it's their aesthetic is very much not that. Like their aesthetic is very much like we're weird and we got picked on. But then they talk and it's like, oh, you're the guy's that should have been bullied. Right. Like, you deserved it. <laughs> you're the, exactly. You're Harrison Klebold is what you are. You were already fucked up. Who's Harrison Klebold? I think it was Dylan. The, the Columbine. Um, shooters. actually? Whoa! Eric Harrison, Dylan Klebold. I'm sorry. Oh, Harris and Klebold. Oh, you said it like a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, fo- a folk duo. <laughs> now we, we kill kids <laughs> because we care all right um yeah i don't like we it's weird how this corn yeah. podcast is getting so offensive <laughs> who would have seen that coming we'll kill no kid before it's time well these i mean these, that's the thing is these are the guys that didn't have substance and got picked on but they then- had abuse <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> so to Bakersfield, they didn't to, have substance. So let's go ahead and walk this back to the notes. But yeah, you're right. I agree with you. They, <laughs> they suck. Uh, and, and yeah, they're shitty people. Like they're the kids that yeah tortured animals and then got bullied. And it's like, well, you kind of deserve it, right? Whereas Kurt Cobain, it's like, oh, you got bullied for writing poetry. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Excluding Jonathan Davis, I mean he. Like, we'll get into, like, he had some trauma in his past. We'll get to that. Yeah, he was born Jonathan Davis. (laughs) (laughs) So before they released their seminal album, seminal self-titled album, Corn, they released Niedermeyer's Mind, which is a demo. What is Niedermeyer? I'm going to need to know what this is a reference to. Yeah. That I don't know. It wasn't very well received by critics or the public, if you can believe that. It was received by the public at all? Well, what they would do is they would take, they would have flyers that they would hand out at their shows, and if you filled that out, they would send you a copy, which is kind of cool. No, or you could just bring copies and hand them out. Yeah, see, that's the thing there. But at least they, I think, like then they're making sure they're handing them out to people who actually want them, so they're not wasting mm. CDs okay. that yeah. they printed up. So uh, actually, the only good but then thing Jonathan Davis does. has your address, and no one wants that. That's a good point. Yeah, it was also released to record companies. And like I said, people who filled out a flyer, given out at gigs, they played for free with Biohazard and House of Pain. This is a quote. I remember the lead singer of Biohazard was a jerk to us, and I don't even know why. And I remember the head guy of House of Pain. He was a jerk to us too. Everlast, David Silveria. But you don't really know, don't know what it's like. What it's like, (laughs) you know. 
It's a good point. Uh, the lead singer of Biohazard isn't he like a porn star or something? No, that, no, no, like... no, no. You're th- <laughs> you're thinking of uh, Ron Jeremy. No, they look very <laughs> they similar. Look very similar. <laughs> yeah, Stormy Danels. No, Danels. I think Stormy Anels. Stormy Danels. <laughs> Wow, the stormy annals of history. Um, <laughs> uh, Niedermeyer, according to this, is like the the. Uh, was it their principal they didn't like? Was it a nerd <laughs> no, kid they picked on? It's from Animal House. It's the the. Oh shit! The yeah. guy. I like that you held yeah. up your phone and went. According to this, <laughs> according to this, have you guys used one of these? Yeah. According to the obelisk. Yeah, yeah. You smartphones heard of them? <laughs> uh, according to what I just looked up, Niedermeyer's the military teacher in Animal House. And it's like a TV trope to have a sadistic military person is called the Niedermeyer trope. I'd like to think that they were trying to make a reference to Animal Farm, but none of them have read it. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend whose name was Dean Wormers, which is the Dean from Animal House. So he had his name legally changed. No, that's a good call. Uh, I went to school with the Weemeyers, and they were twins, and they creeped everybody out. I had twins in my high school that had a Oh, uh, it's a Minster. Their ends, their names ended in Minster, not Meyer. Um, was it Westminster? Are you thinking of the dog show? The West Memphis. Sorry, West Memphis. Uh, the oh, three. the West they Memphis three. They, they were triplets. triplets. Yes, yes, I love yes, the yes. West Memphis dog show. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I feel like the wrong dog wins every, every year. year. Every, every single year, year. just because it was like a weird dog doing its yeah. own thing. You're yeah. thinking of the West Memphis uh, dog and pony show, which is uh, the nickname that you give a witch hunt when it's. I don't know. This is bad. This is bad pod. What I'm doing. No, this That's is Corn great. Pod, yeah, which is bad. <laughs> Let's listen but to... But my twins were great. The twins at my school were great. Oh, mine were weird. Let's listen to a song from Niedermeyer's Mind. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. This is called Predictable. And so far, and nailed it. Yeah. Who is it Ross says, Robinson? I was just going to say, yeah. it says produced by Ross Robinson. Were they hoping people wouldn't remember Rick Rubin's actual name? Yeah. Ross Robinson produced most famous new metal albums and the corn's debut album is where he like that was his really came into his own production yeah he's apparently a bit of a tyrant in that he'll like like he would have like badger jonathan davis about shit that happened to him as a kid to like get him upset to go in and start weeping in the vocal booth I so feel like that's not is, that hard. Yeah, probably not. This is Metallica cut with White Zombie. No, it's got a little bit of Stone Temple Pilots yeah, to it. Yeah, I still bit. keep hearing yeah. like the way he's singing. This is awful. Um. Compared to some others, corn songs I've heard. Well, yeah, but just because we can't hear what he's saying, right? Yeah. He sounds like Scott. Why, Lance? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh man, Jonathan Davis with the assist, everybody. It's what you call synergy if you're at home figuring out how to record a podcast someday. Wow. So that's that's Oof. predictable from the Niedermeyer's mind. And that's not the thing demo. with the kid on the swing. This is its own thing. No. No, the kid on the swing is the, the first uh, Feeling actual... like a kid on a swing. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the Niedermeyer's mind demo got them a record deal. And <laughs> Really? Of course it did. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Look, again, 
nothing made sense in the world at the time. It was, uh, you know, no. we, were, we were. Well, I mean, if you everything came had in, changed. If you, that's true. It, this, it changed everything. It did yeah. change everything. Things were one way. And right. then corn happened, and, and we were like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. but see, things are point, over. At this point, we were in that, well, everything changed section of history, so we didn't know what was going on. But I will say, if you showed up as LAPD like a year or two previous, and then you showed up with this, you're like, well, it's be- it's better. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. It's not as derivative, and it's not, a, it's derivative, but it's not, a, it's more currently derivative. Right. Right. And it seems a little more marketable to these sad post-grunge kids. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Also, too, wouldn't you just give them a deal to be like, maybe they'll just go over there and do it, and we won't have to hear them. That that, that did not happen. Yeah. Instead, from May to June of 1994. They put that much time into it? Yeah. <laughs> It <laughs> seems like a lot. They're, after learning that Nirvana recorded in utero in, in fucking 12, 12 days. days. Right. Then you're like this, and it's like, uh, made it two months, huh? Okay. And it was released October 11th, 1994. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, that's not bad. And the cover art, I don't have it in the notes, but the cover art is disturbing. It's super disturbing. It's a girl on a swing at a playground. And just the shadow of a menacing-looking man with like claw it's, hands. It's Slender Man. Yeah, it's, and it's he's trying to do. Man, I read man. they they said he was trying to do like a claw hand effect with it. And yeah, looks like a girl about to get kidnapped or make a new friend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adult friend <laughs> on a playground. This is a quote. We were into everything from Pantera to Ice Cube. We like the samples on the Cypress Hill stuff. The first record was about mimicking some of the hip-hop stuff that was going on in that day. That's a quote from Brian Head Welch, and yeah, I don't hear jelly. any of that on this album. Uh, I hear a you little... You called him Grape Jelly. Thank uh, yeah, you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Committing. Uh, I, like, I hear a little bit of that. I hear uh, the like some kind of the West Coast hip-hop stuff uh, and the bass in there a little there bit. There is bass on it, yeah. Uh, but like in a way that's a little more... Maybe hard to separate than it would be with something like Limp Bizkit. Or hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I like when Jonathan Davis goes, Oh, I don't think I want to go. That's a pretty good be real. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. If I'm you being do, real right you, now. You do do a better re- uh, be real than Fred Durst does. So. Thank you. <laughs> so this is another quote. When I would want to slap my bass, oh, no. slap it a bass, <laughs> I wanted it to sound like I was sound like it was being slapped. I didn't want it to sound like a bass. I wanted it to sound like if you slapped a string. I don't even like bass, to tell you the truth. It makes me nauseous. I do hear a lot of that on this album. <laughs> right. A lot not, of not bass playing. Yeah. Nausea. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a lot yeah. of nausea on it, for sure. I like you, you credited that to Field. Not even Fieldy. Just a oh, Field. Yeah. Because actually, Fieldy didn't say that. It was W.C. Fields. Uh, well, so Field is his formal ass. name. Like that's Reginald he, Field. That's what he puts on like legal documents, oh, his, right, right. his lease and things like that. <laughs> right, RV. Just says Field. Please, my father was Fieldy. Call he hates field. the bass, and he's a bass player. Hated the bass. Terrific. This is going to yeah. go really good for him. <laughs> well, he if you listen to Fieldy, he doesn't play the bass. He just makes it go. Yeah, and, I, and here's the thing I'm going to say that's going to be controversial. I kind of like it. I like I, I like what he does oh. with the bass. I thought you were going to say that Hitler had good ideas. I was uh, not. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I have never said that. I never will say that. I thought you were going to say Fieldy has good ideas, and that is controversial. I will also never say that. You just <laughs> did! You just said you liked his bass play. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to call it an idea. <laughs> 
There's no. I don't. I that clickety clack noise. Uh, every I t- like the clickety clack. I was noise. always Click, like, why is, whack, give a dog a bone. Why is it happening? Like, is that the drummer? Like, I'd write that. I, I used to think that too a long there's time even, ago. Yeah. One of the songs on here, there's like an outtake of them like talking. I don't know if it's while playing live or in a studio. And the, there's reference to the clicking noise, like someone or no. Were they like you're gonna about, learn to play that he's bass? He's talking or? about the drum clicks leading up to starting the song. So never mind. That's not what he was saying. Never mind is Nirvana. It's a different show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm confused. Uh, by the way, we're miles away from getting to this, but Fieldy has some instructional videos that you can watch on YouTube about how to play bass like Fieldy. Finally. Fieldy doesn't know how to play bass like Fieldy. If you watch them, <laughs> he doesn't just... know how to play his own things. And he even goes at some point, I don't, I guess I'm kind of, some notes are like felt more than heard. Aren't they just videos of him throwing a bass into an industrial appliance? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just... He's got a giant Vitamix blender and he just puts a bass in it and he goes, that! <laughs> he just goes that, that yeah nice this is a quote from jonathan davis and i should mention if anyone wants to take an even deeper dive you don't into corn's first album there's an article on rolling stone called corn's 1994 debut lp the oral history of the most important metal record of the last 20 years where does what? this guy live fucking <laughs> asshole wrote this that would be Christopher R. Weingarten. Christopher R. Weingarten. If I ever see you, we are going to have words. <laughs> I am not threatening you, but I would like to have a vigorous debate. <laughs> it's a very long interview with the entire band. Are you ben Shapiro all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long interview with the entire band and Ross Robinson, and we could not possibly cover the entire thing in one God, episode. Can we do a live episode where we do that as a stage play? And we all just play different parts. Yeah, I'll play the part. Oh, of yeah, the, I'll play the part of the bass clicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote from Jonathan Davis. <laughs> <laughs> is it in English? <laughs> dude, I, I never felt I was a metal dude to begin with. <laughs> all right, let's try that again, dude. I never felt I was a metal dude to begin with. I grew up. My favorite band was Duran Duran. I was a child of the 80s, and I love more of the gothic and romantic kind of shit. Jonathan Davis. So we have a singer who hates the music they're making. <laughs> yes. A bassist who hates his instrument. Correct. Man, maybe we That's should get- the secret. That's why all of this went the way it did. Right, yeah. They should have gotten John Taylor from Duran Duran like, to be the bass player of Korn. <laughs> That's why it resonates. They hate I want the to music. Hear their cover of Rio <laughs> yeah. in Sao Paulo, Brazil. <laughs> nobody, the problem is nobody just sat these guys down and just said, hey, you can do things you like. You can you can pick a thing you oh, want to do and do that. They Andy, end up doing, grow up in Bakersfield. Yeah. They end oh, up that's doing true. that. There is no nothing you like is in Bakersfield. So they end up doing things they like and they get charged with crimes in the future. <laughs> they had a famous incident where they threw lunch meat at a stripper in a bus and like hot coins. It's a I'm sure. Well, is that a crime now? Yeah. yeah. Man, I didn't. You're supposed to throw hot dollars and Subway sandwiches. (laughs) Not that I've ever defended corn, but I didn't know that this had happened. So up to this point, oh, here's this is another pretty great quote. When we had this scarecrow, depressed sounding singer, and we're all doing all these noises, it just kind of went together and it made it sound even weirder. That's head. When we had, when did they not have that? Well, when they were in LAPD. 
Yeah, so they're, they're describing... not describing Jonathan Davis. No, in they, that are. Squad. They, they are. are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they're, they're saying, saying when saying Jonathan Davis clicked. So he means to... once we had, yeah. not when we had. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, they Boy, went to Highland High in yeah. Bakersfield. I'd like to point out that the guy named Head clearly not the smartest guy of the group. Well, that's why his name is Grape Jelly. I only know the name of their high school because it's the same high school from Beavis and Butthead, Highland High. Is it really? Wow. It's not the same one, but they went to a high school called Highland High. Oh. That'd be amazing if, like, Butthead was the former singer of Corn. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 <laughs> say Boom Shakalaka? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom Shakalaka. Yeah. Although I guess, you know what? Beavis would be more the singer of Corn. Yeah. He's yeah. more oh, deepy yeah. for my bunghole, yeah. you know? Sure. Yeah. John, yeah. Jonathan Davis is just doing the Cornholio <laughs> character. just doing Cornholio. Cornholio! Oh my god, oh, we've solved, solved it. it. Yeah, the ep- this podcast is done. Thank you, Holy ladies shit. and gentlemen. Oh my god, we can quit. Somebody oh. called Nicholas Cage. We know where the gold is. <laughs> right here, right here. Baby. It was it was with us the You're whole time. You're listening to it. So at, at this point in the history of corn, Jonathan Davis had been working as a mortician. All right. Which is, which is both very on brand and also kind of a good job. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I have friends who are morticians. I don't know if I would have quit to uh, pursue corn. Yeah, corn. He's a corntician. He sure is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a couple <laughs> things here. This is also where I'd like to stop and point out that there's a lot of things about Jonathan Davis. Uh, his thing about Duran Duran and the '80s and loving gothic and romantic music. His thing about this, that he was a mortician. The imagery on that album cover, it's all very like horror-y kind of stuff that's like my shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like and that's you the still kind of hate shit it. that I yeah. would be into, and I still don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always eluded me. And I don't understand. Like it's like it's got all these parts that are my things. And then I listen to it and I'm like, ah. Do we think the guys in corn are decent dudes? Like, do you think we could hang out with those guys and like not think they're assholes? I bet Fieldy is really great. I feel like Fieldy's probably just a really fun dude to be around. I think he clicks a lot when he talks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the God. predator. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got the mouth open. <laughs> he got tired of looking at Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Got tired of looking at dead bodies, so he wanted to be in corn. Be in corn. I guess. Yeah. Well, he was feeling like a freak on a leash. If I. You're getting ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Head didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he look. He wanted to follow the leader, but he had to realize he was the leader all the time. I want to. I want to see if this is this the quote that I'm hoping is going to infuriate Travis. Uh, uh, that could be a number of things. So probably. Uh, no, it's the second one after this. But the first, this quote is from Ross Robinson. Uh, well, they recorded the record at Indigo Ranch Studio, which is just a studio somewhere in fucking L.A., probably the Indigo Ranch area. And this is a quote from Ross Robinson. The reason I picked Indigo Ranch was because Neil Young was there, Neil Diamond, all these really killer old schoolers. I think Lenny Kravitz recorded there, Nick Cave. I knew that recording raw and vintage, the album wouldn't sound dated ever. Oh, this album sounds so sounds fucking dated. dated. Sure. It is the most dated fucking thing. It has more of a Nick Cage vibe than a Nick <laughs> Cage vibe. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like, well, they recorded Indigo Ranch Studio because it's the ranch that the Manson family decided not to stay at. No, that's for the Trent Reznor podcast. <laughs> 
So, oh, I see the quote that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, is yeah, another yeah. quote from Ross Robinson. I'm already worked up. Richard, the studio owner, had a big old box of 70s guitar pedals. That first Korn album was the first metal album to really use guitar pedals. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it really, really wasn't. It really, really wasn't. Has anybody heard, oh, I don't know, Edward Van Halen play guitar? Uses Never. a lot of pedals. Never. A lot of pedals. It's his own signature pedals. It, it, mm, that's bullshit. That is such that's why I put that quote in there. Maybe new metal. Maybe because it's <laughs> new. But first metal album to ever use pedals. Yeah, like Metallica uses pedals. Didn't Kirk did, Hammett has his own pedal company? Don't don't like all metal bands like pretty much. Yeah, yeah Dimebag Daryl like, of Pantera used all kinds of pedals. Yeah, gu- guitars don't just sound like that. <laughs> no, if you pick up a guitar in a guitar store, it doesn't like, go. I, I, I'm trying to think of if I'd ever seen a metal band guitarist not use not a pedal step yeah. on a pedal before us or while playing a song like okay it, this album's in 94 right yes yeah. okay i for sure saw metallica during the 91 black album tour tons of pedals so many pedals yeah were guns and roses not a metal band i mean you could say i mean they're definitely yeah, they're in metal. that genre it, slash has yeah. his own line of fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> fuck you ross robinson oh i knew that was gonna work i really did yep this is fieldy I had to battle with Ross because I knew the sound I wanted. That real percussion-y, clicky sound. Well, you fucking nailed that, dude. I like the clicks. I'm, I'm going to I love now it. that we figured out that Fieldy is a predator, and then that just makes sense. He's just <laughs> talking to the other predators with his bass. Uh, so who's excited to listen to some songs? Not at all. Not all even right. remotely. Are you ready? No! <laughs> This is Blind, which was the first single. Mm, should have been called Deaf. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> hey. That was Fieldy giving the attack cue. Oh, my God. Oh, here's a video. Oh, my God. This is Flies in the Vaseline, is but that you don't know is? how to play it. <laughs> when it goes, it's just tuned low. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my but god! This he's like, doing the Cypress Hill thing with the bass here. This I like it. opening guitar riff. I know I've heard somewhere. Why are there bagpipes? Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh yeah, Jonathan plays the bagpipes. Really? Yeah, it's like his thing. Again, another thing that I would love about them. Oh, he's got the little sampler. Flies in the Vaseline, oh, we yep, are. Yep, there it Sometimes is. it blows my mind. It's just super low. Yeah. Actually, we're not. Can you hold for it? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I didn't know we were starting. Wow. Wow. Take it from the top. I was not ready. Lots of Adidas tracksuits in this video. All day I dream about sex. Yep. Or all day I dream about suits. All Adidas day. Adidas suits. I dream about Suck monkey. So, uh, a few things about this song. It was originally recorded by Sex Art. Oh my god. Also, mostly written by Sex Art. Two dudes, Dennis Shin and Ryan Shuck of Sex Art, wrote most of this song. And Dennis Shin and Ryan Shuck of Sex Art will be delivering your meal if you call Grubhub. Yep. They will. They're going to drive their blind. I just, I can't. Here's the thing. There's a guy named Ryan Shuck, and he is not in a porn. porn. <laughs> I mean, are you fucking kidding me? 
that's how much they hated him. They were like, let's call the fucking band. It's going to drive my buddy Shuck crazy <laughs> if we call this band Corn. Yeah, that actually, is, you know what? I bet Dennis Shin and Ryan Shuck, if they did they get credited with this? No, that's the thing. They oh, did not. Fuck. On the original album version, they were not credited. They were credited when it was on Greatest Hits Volume 1. They got shucked. Yeah, they, they really, got shucked over real hard. Yeah. But then if they got credit on the greatest hits, they must it must have been a settlement kind of thing. Yeah, it would have they had, had to, to get be paid out. Retroactive. I hope Dennis Shin and Ryan Shuck got a huge chunk of corn cash for this. <laughs> corn cash, yeah. <laughs> you can it's, only it's spend it on, on Adidas on tracks. Adidas. <laughs> In Bakersfield. In- <laughs> you can pay. Any traffic ticket in Bakersfield, you can pay with corn cash. That's true. You can use it for one free massage from Jonathan Davis. This guy Uh. seems upset, if I'm being honest. He seems upset, but in a way that doesn't understand why it's upset. Why he's upset, you know? Do you think it's Confederate cash with Jonathan Davis on the (laughs) cover? There we go. The Confederate States of America. Welcome to the Confederacy, everybody. That's how we're going to open every episode. No, we are not. (laughs) Confederacy with Andy Sell. Yep. Why? Because corn and federacy just go, go really together, well and because together. it's your idea, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have some good ideas. Yeah, you um, suggested yeah. it. So, okay, that's enough of that. More especially. like a corn federacy of dunces. Okay. That's true. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah. good. That was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it was no because they also should have died before this album came out. That's what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. You know, it's a, it's a deep. Okay. Hey. Let's talk about shoots and ladders. Since you were just asking what the bagpipes are about, is this on the same album? Because I've yeah. listened to most of this album. This is terrible. I'm yeah. gonna say right off the bat that new metal and bagpipes, not my favorite oh, combo. Man, I love bagpipes. It doesn't sound terrible. I do love bagpipes. Honestly, and Jonathan Davis is shredding those bagpipes. Probably, I don't know what bad bagpipe yeah. playing sounds. And like. Bad bagpiping and good bagpiping doesn't sound that right. dissimilar. Mm. Oh, right. They're like, they filmed it with like, oh, God, I remember this. Yeah, it looks like they're at a mini golf course. Yeah. Mini golf would have been a better name for this band. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys, and this concerns me, but I am digging this so far. What? Yeah. It's. How about the part where they're all gaff taped up? Have you heard the lyrics? Uh, I probably I'm imagining that's going to be where. It oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. This is a Grammy nominated song. Grammy no- grant winning or nominated? Nominated. Nominated. Do they lean it more heavily on homophobia or misogyny? Oh, you're not. You're going to love it. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to love it. Guess the next line. Uh, so it's hold on. Grammy nominated song. <laughs> Whoa. Throw a goatee, dude. I like that someone's in the background just going. I think he's taking a shit. Sounds like it. 
Is it still in? I, no, I'm out. I'm going to put this on cassette for you. No, you don't need to do that. I'm going to make you a mixtape. You really don't need to do that. You know what this is? It's a nursery crime. <laughs> <laughs> The whole song, they don't write a single original lyric. It's all paraphrased. The, the, the big thing is Nick Knack Paddywhack, right? Isn't that where they get to? Is that what we build to? Yeah. Well, I mean, where else is this song going to go? Uh, the garbage? Yeah. There's Stunt Temple Pilots again. Yep. Yep. Are you still into this, Andy? And here's the thing: is I actually have heard this before. I just didn't recognize. I don't know if I'd ever heard the beginning. Because I remember this part. How would you forget this part? I don't like it. I. Oh wow! What? You don't even know how to enunciate those. Maybe it's. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down syndrome. (laughs) Oh my god! You gotta stop that. You gotta stop that. Was that Eminem? I think it was. Looked like Eminem. I think it was Reese's Pieces. Wow, we listened to all of that. We huh? sure did. did we? Yeah. Oh my god, that was only three minutes and forty-seven seconds long. Yeah, it, it felt so much longer. They have another song called "Clown" that they released as yeah, a single. Yeah, but do this, we want do we want to listen to it quick? Nick, Nick, so Nick, Nick, give to, a clown a bone. Listen to clown on the way here, and I'm like, kind of want to look up the lyrics because is this the one where he screams? It's so- like about being bullied. Uh, this is like a newer. This can't be from the same era. No, of course it is. He's wearing the same goddamn tracksuit. Well, they don't ever... Yeah, is he, that fucking oh, Durst? That? Was it? I don't know. They all kind of look the same. No, because look, they got dreads and shit now. I think this is like a late... I think this just came when the when the best of went out. Well, I think this, this was, came out later. This was the last single they released from that album. This definitely isn't from the greatest hits. Like, they're still all young as shit in this video. You'll be more comfortable in that shower if you take your fucking tracksuit off, pal. They was in the shower? Well. Oh, I forgot how much I hate this thing they inspired of looking at shit that isn't there while you're playing. Because your guitar playing is so boring and repetitive, you just start looking up at the ceiling at an imaginary... Yeah. We encountered that a lot with the Limp Biscuit podcast. Yes. Yep. Like, here's the thing. If this song were good, I would identify with it. What is happening? It's almost like they're all on meth or something. Everyone was on meth at this time. There we go. I left that out of the notes. Were they really? Jonathan Davis and Head were both meth heads. Maybe that's why they called him Head. Is that why his name's Head? Short for meth head, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate that even more now. Wait, you have to put meth in front of all their names? Is it meth fieldy, meth monkey, and meth head? Meth monkey. 
That was my favorite early band of theirs. Meth, Meth Monkey? Monkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's. Yeah. No, we're yeah. Done. Okay. Is, we're done. Oh, I love the the. It's got that like mid nineties oversaturation life, yeah. and blur kind of thing to it. You know. This I, is. I, I want to point out. I caught that, Adam. What? It's got the life. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I don't get it. Mm. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we've talked about this song. I think on Heart Shape Pod or pro- more likely on the Limp Biscuit Podcast. Oh, what? But. It's called Daddy. This it's is the heavy shit. 17 minutes long. We're not going to listen to it. We can cut to the gist, right? Well, here's part I'm of the gist. I'm guessing it's not good. Here's the thing. Yeah, you don't call a song Daddy and it's going to be positive. Here's right. the thing about this song. It's almost catchy. This is a quote from Jonathan David. This song wasn't released as a single, probably because it's 17 goddamn minutes long. And it, a lot of that is like four minutes of silence and then an argument between a man and a woman who are working on a car. What? Sure. You get it. It's like a skit? We'll listen to it. So the, this is the song. Let me read this quote. When I was a kid, I was being abused by somebody else, and I went to my parents and told them about somebody it. Somebody was abusing him besides himself? <laughs> and they thought I was lying and joking around. They never did shit about it. They didn't believe it was happening to their son. I don't really like to talk about that song. This is as much as I've ever talked about it. And the thing is, this song led many people to believe... Jonathan Davis's father molested and raped him. What was what's his dad? Who's his dad? Rick Davis. I'm Rick Davis, bitch. Remember <laughs> what he would say? Wow. That? Rick Davis, creator of Garfield, right? <laughs> I know it's Jim. Person listening to this podcast and shouting, "No, it's Jim Davis. It's Jonathan Davis." And here's the thing. Let me pull up the lyrics because they've gone on record he and his dad both have gone on record and been like no it wasn't my dad like he why was like, did he sung the call daddy yeah he was like it wasn't my dad who raped me. i don't know I how you that, would get yeah. that idea like, i made that song called dad raped me and everyone thinks my dad raped me and i don't know why everyone's making that assumption and here's the thing here's the fucking Let's oh wow! Pause or, this because he says no. It's definitely not. No, but I like to read lyrics while I listen. I'm kidding. Uh, you've raped. I feel dirty. It hurt as a child. Tied down. That's a good boy. And fucked your own, own child. child. I scream. No one hears me. It hurt. I'm not a liar. My God, saw you watching, mommy. Why your own child? If he says that your own song child a few times isn't yeah. about his dad, this is like the douchiest song yeah. about being molested as a child of all time. It's a thing to like, you know, do like a narrative whatever, but if your point of the song is like, I don't know, catharsis or a- expressing a trauma and you're doing it from the first person and it's not very clear that it's right. a fictitious narrative, you what? I These mean, lyrics are fucking it's, not it's whatever it's like stolen valor, you know what I mean? Like it's like a Yeah. It's fucked up and Here's one little passage I find. Can you go back up a little bit? Little child looking so pretty. Come out and play. I'll be your daddy. Innocent child looking so sweet. A rape in my eyes and on your flesh I'll eat. Well, those are poorly written. No question. 
but I'm not going to tell a survivor how they need to act. <laughs> wow. Wow. It, you're right. It doesn't feel so good <laughs> to have that turned around on you. There it is. But that is. I'm clearly, proud of you, though, Travis. Thank you, I'm buddy. Proud of you. I'm proud of me, too. I think that that is for sure implicating that your dad did something to yeah, you. Yeah, it's called daddy. He yeah. also, it's like, I know he's saying the word father in there at one point. Yes, he does. Okay. He Near the end, he says, father raped me. Does he really? Yes. Oh, that, that was just the priest. Father raped me. I don't know how you got that idea yeah. that my father raped me when no, no, I no, said no. Don't father you raped me. It's father raped me. He was the, the priest at the local church. Father raped me. Oh, my yeah. friend. Yeah. I didn't touch you there. Mama said she didn't care. I didn't touch you there. That's why Mama stopped and stared. The so, song is about his dad. Shouldn't it be called Mom? He's talking about the mom more than the dad in this. I just, me. I don't get why, it, like, maybe they just, like, had a talk and were like, all right, we're not going to, I'm sorry. And Jonathan Davis was like, I forgive you. I don't want to walk up. And... That, like, maybe they came to it. But otherwise, this is clearly about his fucking dad. Yeah, mm. he clearly hasn't worked through it because it's, I hate you, I fucking hate you, I hate you. But uh, so, You don't think so, it sounds right. like, you don't think it sounds like he's worked through it? Again, I'm, I, it sounds like Travis it's happening said, at the I'm moment. I'm not one yeah. to tell. Uh, <laughs> right now, I feel like my ears are being assaulted. I think, I mean, Jesus, here's the thing. Here's the options. And it's not, you know, it's, it's not my business. If something actually could happen to him, you know, that's tragic and awful. Right. Uh, but I feel like, and I hate that I'm playing like detective on this, but I feel like there's two options here. Either nothing happened to him. Right. And the, oh, entire, just, and the entire thing is made right. up. Which I, I, I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm saying that's an yeah. option. Uh, or his dad did it. Like, I, because yeah. it's so specifically, clearly, and I don't feel like if that had happened to you and you were trying to find a way to express it, you would say, well, it wasn't my dad that did it, but I'm going to pretend that it was. Like, that's not how, yeah. that's not how it works when you yeah. are processing this. Like, how often does this make it on a live set? Like, they actually, I read one interview where very they, they recently just, they started touring again, and he's like added this back into like how Nine Inch Nails just sentence. added Perfect Drug. Oh, good. Uh, I just think like, I mean, imagine being a Corn fan, like, oh my god, oh my god, they're playing Daddy, fucking seventeen minutes of a fucking drama, you know? Yeah. I, like, if the, the thing is, is, this is a song that has helped anyone, and I'm sure it has. Who? Of course, yeah. I'm sure that this is a song that has helped people. Hasn't helped Rich Davis at all. Rick. No. Rick? Rick. Sorry. You're right. Come on, Travis. I call him Rich. Because <laughs> he is. Yeah. In life. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, that's the thing. It's hard to, like... Like, if the songs help people, then it's done good. Right. You know? It's hard to, like, be super critical of a song yeah. like this. But also, it just feels a little shady to call it daddy if it wasn't about your dad. Yeah. And to make the chorus so explicitly about... Your yeah. dad raping you, and if it, and then you're like, no, that's my metaphorical dad. And if it is about this is my dad, real dad. He doesn't rape kids. And you've just decided as a family or whatever to not talk about it, right? Then okay, that's your right. But, but they've both come out and said the person in question, like at one point, it was hinted that it was like a babysitter or a family friend, and then Jonathan Davis later on said the person has died. So then, so okay, so this maybe is it's, a whole this is a whole mud pit right here. Uh, mud pit's um, great. 
We should do a pod about them. Yeah. I like their early stuff. Early stuff. A lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check out the Mud Pit documentary on Amazon <laughs> streaming right now. Yeah. One of my favorite early new metal bands. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they're dirty. So there was that whole yeah. new metal Bakersfield <laughs> scene yeah. that a lot of those bands just didn't, like, they stayed in Bakersfield. Right. But... Which is a Mud Pit. Right. If yeah. you've ever been to Bakersfield. Yeah. Charming Mud Pit. Buck Owens. Mm. Next time this happens, I'm going to time it. Time what? Nothing. <laughs> So okay, I'm I'm trying to understand the Jonathan Davis storyteller of this song. It's seventeen. The thing it's seventeen I, uh, fucking minutes long. Luckily, we're not listening to it. But is the thing that it's from the point of a child so young that any adult feels like a father figure? Is that what he's trying to say? Maybe, maybe. But that's still really shady maybe, to your yeah, real dad. It also no seems question. Irresponsible. Yeah. To like oh well, you know Jonathan Davis. Picture well, of responsibility. That's the other thing is it could be if it's that, then it's just a case of like, yeah, he's not a good writer and doesn't right. know how to. I don't know. I originally that's learned, a shocking conclusion yeah. to come to on this podcast. That Jonathan <laughs> Davis isn't a good writer. I think I heard like an early demo of this, and I was like, his name is Daddy, and he <laughs> likes to hold me down. I think is <laughs> Andy's mouth is a gape. Boy, oh boy, <laughs> Andy was gaping. <laughs> You a gaper? Yeah. You, you like, like to gape? You like to gape, Andy? Your favorite cartoon, Gape Ape? <laughs> Back to corn. Well, here's the thing about this song being that long is like there's all of this stuff. I, it's actually it's actually not 17 minutes. People what? like I'm saying that and you'll see in articles where they're like it's 17 minutes long. It's one of those situations where the song is like six minutes. But it's the end. It's the last song. Oh, so it's so it, and there's the, bonus. Yeah, bon, doing the so hidden track. Thing. Bon, hidden track. There's yeah. Bone Con at the end. Bone Con. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Bone Con this year. Are you? Yeah. I submitted, but I didn't get in. <laughs> I got the press pass. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you get into the Bur- Burbank Comedy Festival? Yet? I didn't. We're doing a live episode of this at the Burbank. We Comedy sure Festival. are. We are not. So this argument. I'm actually featuring for uh, Rick Davis <laughs> at the Burbank Comedy Festival. Let's see what you got on yours. Rattle, lever, strike, dash, pot, rod. The rod must push diaphragm back. Is this in English? It's just two people. What's happening? I don't understand. I can't. What do with fucking heat? Vacuum. Because you say, well, you said it's supposed to work on heat. No, Jerry. You said as the car gradually warms up. As it gradually up. warms up, this motherfucker with a coil, the spring, opens it up. This is his parents? This has already done his job. The only thing his is job his is mother's to do is Jerry? the engine off. After it's been choked, all it does is pull back. Jerry was a race car driver. Just a pinch. Then you don't know what it's called. He drove so goddamn fast. The choke vacuum. Never Dyer. always came I always first. confuse him with Rocket Roy. Right. And but he right never did come in last. Oh, you're a hard, hard woman to live with. Right here in the book it is him. Jerry with oh, a you G. Yeah. You asshole, you stupid son of a bitch. You showed it to me. You showed me the goddamn thing in the book, what it was called. That's why I knew what it was. Is this real, or do they get some no, fucking voice actors fuck. to play around? I haven't seen it, you stupid son. The, it's a random audio clip that Ross Robinson found inside an abandoned house. Bullshit. Bullshit. Found footage, bro. They're trying to Blair Witch a fucking corn album? This was the first found footage movie. We should bring that up on Google. That's another thing that I love. 
I told you that fucking feel. I do like the house tape yeah. thing. Like that's great. I should love this, but the, the music is not good. Let's try right. The fucking car breather first, Jerry. I don't believe that this is a found footage thing. I think this is staged. Travis, you're so cynical. I know, I know. Andy, thoughts? I tell you something, you fucking don't believe. Do you think this is real? I don't. I don't really care. I, can't. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's real. It could be. I am, it could be. It sounds pretty authentic. I do like when bands use shit like that. Like the what's the White Stripes song where at the beginning there's a news report from a, like it's an actual news report from some guy who was on morning news in Detroit about uh, a, a squirrel that packed nuts for the winter and it like builds into the song and it's uh, really fucking cool see i love the it's called uh, little acorn uh, oh i know that song yeah um, it's a good song be i like love... the squirrel girl be like the squirrel that'd be a fun podcast too go on i like the um <laughs> the use of uh, an interview with ted bundy that uh jane's addiction does for ted just admit it like you're gonna be finding bodies in salt lake city you're gonna be finding bodies they're gonna know what you already know that i did not do this oh there's like an interview with Ted Bundy that they play into a song about Ted Bundy. So we should just do one of those podcasts instead. This is this is taxing. I mean, it's going to be a long <laughs> haul. I'm going to tell you right now. I did not expect to go into this and immediately in the first episode be confronted with Ted Bundy. Do we have to now? Do I have to talk uh, with nuance about uh, uh, traumatic expression and? Uh, you don't. It's a corn podcast. Yeah, you can I, get real gross yeah. with it. I, I, mean, I definitely don't want to. There's get gross a song with called it. "Faggot" on this album. Yeah, Andy. and it's, it's. I believe it's pronounced "fage." It is definitely um, not. If you've ever heard the song, yeah, I heard it. It's, it's <laughs> terrible. It's really bad, and I can't tell if that's a song about him being called that and him just I, like turning it around into a song. I, I thought think, it was. Uh, I think that's. What, but then at the end. He yeah. shouts, "You motherfucking queers!" I think it's called "forgot." As like he forgot, <laughs> he's not supposed to say that. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. Oh man, forgot about it. <laughs> Forget about <laughs> it. I feel like that's what he's. F a g e t. That's yeah, how it's spelled. Exactly. I think that a lot of this is him. Try, it's also it's you know ninety four. So it's like it, we were still trading that word around pretty yeah, openly. Yeah, in 94, yeah. People yeah. were still saying that shit. And yeah, yeah. There were you know you did you there were the people that were like, hey, let's think about this and not do that um i don't think that that was none of them were writing in, comedies uh, they were in bakersfield right you know yeah. uh it's i feel like that's what he was trying to go for but he he's yeah. too dumb you know he's too ignorant to like figure out to well, make a decision there and you know what i mean and to be responsible with what he's doing here's yeah. the thing i never thought i would say in defense of Jonathan Davis, wow! You can't put a 2018 lens on a 1994 Bakersfield. Yeah, kid. but you can put a 1994 lens on it, and I think even in 1994, the, the idea that like, okay, this is a word that hurts, and there are words that hurt, and we should be like, there, these were things that were being talked about. Sure, but there's a whole diss track on another album where yeah. him and Fred Durst yeah, just is, call each other gay the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing that wasn't being talked about, and that was in fucking '98. Yeah, that that came out. So like it was wasn't really being talked about in rap music like in rap music that word yeah has really never fallen out of favor to some extent uh it has now yeah but it's very re it's shockingly recent yeah i mean when i saw i saw brother ali in like 2007 that's uh, not but you're the only person who saw that <laughs> and he and he did not use that word on songs that had that word yeah uh i wonder if ghostface retcons songs like that or not i've never seen him is that a thing with other 
bands and other styles like do you do people go back and remove now offensive thoughts? not like from not the from track the but if you see album performing live yeah really yeah yeah you see Ghostface on today with kathy lee and hoda he's is he gonna, hosting it now he's not yeah <laughs> is he host face killer <laughs> That's probably a good place to end. <laughs> yeah, this we're because we're in a real of... we're in a real quagmire here now, and I I don't I don't know. I think Jonathan Davis is irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a hard song to even talk about. Yeah, because yeah, because on the one hand, it's like if this was something he really endured, and this was how he chose to whatever. Okay. Yeah, but but also, you, but okay. it's also a song we have to talk about because it's one of their most famous yeah. songs. In. In the world where this all happened to him, and there's he's made this song to try and help other people, don't you think he has some kind of obligation to clear up any murky waters that he's... Yeah, again, that's... that's, that's well, they I did. Think. Like, he's gone on record and said, no, it wasn't my dad. But I don't think anyone at that point was like, well, then why does the song sound like that? Right. Yeah. Hmm. And I think it was more of just... See, I how think, about we just not talk about it? I think it that's where the murky water address is needed, honestly. I right. think it's, it would need to be him saying, I wasn't great about my word choices on this song. Like, I was going through a thing, I was processing, and this is how it came out. And in retrospect, maybe the stuff I said. And I'm not expecting Jonathan Davis to like do a tweet storm apology or anything on this because right. whatever. But. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, that should be acknowledged. Because yeah. it's, because it definitely sounds like you're saying you're dead. And I don't want to go around saying, like, well, you're a liar. I don't believe you. Whatever. But, I mean, Jesus. You know, like, you would think if this is something that was a big part of your life. Again, now I'm now I'm, sound, prob- now I'm victim shaming. We get, like, we get it. Like, it, it's, it's, like, it's an obviously, it's a difficult song to discuss on a comedy podcast, no less. Yeah. Right. But none of us are trained, it turns out, in uh, family therapy or post-traumatic uh, stress. Right. Family values. I know all about that <laughs> right. because that was a really popular Wait tool. Wait a minute. Oh, Is that where this comes from? Yeah. Mm. Preview. Wow. Yeah. Boy, this uh, podcast got stained with some real heavy yeah. thoughts. Here. We'll talk about that and other issues soon because Corin had an album called Issues. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you. What's their latest one called? <laughs> I have no idea. I, there, there is a which track is it the second track or whatever that he's that he literally sounds like he's just doing gibberish. I love it. I love that he's that I can't tell what he's saying. Is that at all. ball tongue? Ball tongue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what ball tongue is. That's about the guy who got them all hooked on meth. Oh, really? Yeah, it's probably okay. why it sounds like that. That's a great song. He's probably on <laughs> meth at the time. All right, we should wrap this up. This is uh, it's been a fun episode, has it? Ah, uh, yeah. It's been interesting. I feel like every episode is going to start out with us having fun with it and then end with, I wish we didn't have to talk about this. Yeah. You know? It's going to be a lot of that. Corn was a dark band. Still is. Their new album is called To Be Announced. <laughs> and, it will be a, <laughs> and it does not have a release date. No, but they had one in 2016, right? Yeah, it's called The Serenity of Suffering. Just go to therapy already. Yeah. Which I think like, my- I have problems of my own, and now I'm going to have to listen to this guy's for six fucking episodes. <laughs> oh, oh my god, really? I mean, that's I- another thing. This was at a time where the the, the vocabulary, the language uh, for for trauma and and mental health was not as sophisticated as now. Yeah. So like, yeah. You know, and therapy still. I mean, it's has a, it has a stigma now. Back then, it definitely had a stigma. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were still throwing around the word shrink all the time. Like, it's can we not say shrink anymore? 
Are we not no, no, we can. That? I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, I'm just saying that, like, I have therapist friends, so I can call them that. Okay. <laughs> they prefer downsized. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Andy. Andy. Wow. That that took some putting together. Yeah. Me and Travis have been plotting that oh, for a while. This entire episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I think we're safe to wrap this episode up. Yep. I don't know if we're safe to release it, but whoa, oh, definitely not. <laughs> Is it bad? No, it's amazing. Oh, okay. I mean, I said Down syndrome and some other things a few times. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe those should go. <laughs> we'll see. You know who would say something like that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that. I. <laughs> That was kind of perfect. I don't. I do not want to give that any credit, but it was pretty great. Yeah, but yeah. That lined up in a way, in a weird way. Like I feel like I could, if I were to commit a blood sacrifice now, like the <laughs> ritual would be complete. You know? All right. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, check out Three Dollar Pod, y'all, and Heart Shaped Pod, and Heart Shaped Pod. Both podcasts that by now we have wrapped up. Just go binge watch that shit. Binge watch. Nope. Binge listen. Yeah. You can on, watch it, too, if you want to. Yeah, you can watch yeah. it. We're not going to be that interesting visually, but yeah. you could watch yeah, it. It's yeah, it's just going to be like a static image yeah. or something. But Or, you know, use your favorite podcast app to go listen to any of those other podcasts and uh, give us a good rating and review. Yeah. Five star iTunes. this thing. Uh, put uh, What should we have them put in the review? Just... I don't know. I feel like if we ask people to just put gibberish in it, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all going to get flagged as do, not being real. Okay, that's fair. Uh, just say, so, uh, put your best corn pun in there. Do some kind of something with corn. Yeah, like describe the podcast yeah. as sex art or something like right. that. You know, be creative. Who are we to limit you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell them what to do. No one's telling anyone. We're making suggestions of how to have fun with the reviews. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm fine. Andy, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> no, I'm... I, are we okay? We're fine. Are you sure? I mean, we've never really been friends, but... <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I should add that this isn't coming out for a while, so if we're plugging any like shows this month or All anything, right. we don't need to plug that. But All right. Uh, ghoul School. Not the... Uh, there's two Ghoul Schools. Don't. We don't nope. have to even talk about that. Don't, uh, nope. There's only one that I know of. There's only one ghoul school that I think people... I believe the other podcast is called Ghoul's Cool. Stop. No. That's an exclamation point after each word. Ghouls! It doesn't Ghoul! matter. This is not... This is not. I have got nothing to plug at the moment. I've got nothing to plug. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore Cell. Um, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> that's all I got. Travis? Uh, you can follow me on the socials. I'm at Mr. Travis Clark. Mr. Travis Clark, and uh, you can check out Quick Question, which is another show I do um, outside of Unpops. Very nice. Let's get the fuck out of here, Travis. Say goodbye. I'll see you next time, Andy. Later. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>